Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Conscious Coach Podcast. I am super excited to be here. I just got back from an awesome little trip with my family. Um, I went on a hike with my husband in the wilderness of Nevada. Um, He loves exploring out there, and so he got to show me one of his favorite places. And it's very remote, and we got to sleep under the stars and see bighorn sheep and explore and do it without kids, which was really nice um, because my mother-in-law watched my girls, which was fun, and then we met up with them for the 4th of July, and I'm back And I'm just really excited and really grateful. Today's the first day of quantum play. And um, actually, I'm going to teach that after I record this podcast episode. And so I'm I'm really excited um, to lead this conversation. It really feels like a context bigger than me. And I think that that's a little scary. But for a lot of us, that's what we know we need to do is we need to be a light. And so I'm going to do my best <laughs> um, there. And I'm going to do my best in this in this podcast to talk about something that's on my heart for you guys, my podcast listeners, which is speaking desires into existence. And this is a skill that I wish we were taught when we were young. But when we're young, we a lot of the people in our life try to protect us from disappointment. And so one of the things that we've learned to do is to stop speaking our desires into existence out of fear of being disappointed. And what that does is it really limits our ability to create the life that we actually want because we really are only limited by what we believe is possible. And, you know, I used to like listen to people say that um, I played basketball in, in high school. And I remember thinking like, if you believe you can, you can, if you believe you can't, you can't and visualize making the free throw and, you know, be a killer, (laughs) all these things. And I remember like thinking that was kind of like, okay, like it felt too ethereal. It felt too out there for me to really understand what it means. But now as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a creator, it really is the substance of life is what we give um, our word to and how we use our words to create. And so that's why I called this speaking desires into existence, because that is the first form of creation is the thought And then the thought vocalized when we speak it out, whether that's through writing or talking, whether that's through being coached and sharing it, you know, with, with your coach or sharing it with your partner or sharing it with a friend, or even just like silently to yourself. Um, Maybe it's only in your mind either way, you know, maybe it's like quietly admitting something that you want. We have a hard time being forthright about this because of our history, because um, even just when I think about me being a mom, right? I hate when my kids are disappointed. In fact, on the way home yesterday, um, my littlest Lainey, she's almost two, and she saw this huge Mickey Mouse doll thing in the store, in the, in the, um, in the gas station little store. We had stopped to get snacks and go potty and stuff. And she found this huge Mickey and she loved it. And it was like 30 bucks. We weren't gonna buy it. We have a Mickey at home. Um, but it's so funny. So me and Wesley just looked at each other. And we're like, oh man, she's going to be disappointed, you know? And um, I could see this playing out for my kids. Like I didn't want her to be disappointed, even though I wasn't going to buy it for her. I, my heart hurt because she wanted this Mickey. 
And um, she, that pure desire, you know, she was squeezing it and loving on it and pointing to his nose, which she calls Moe's. It's really cute. His Moe's and his eyes and his ears. And she was just like giving him hugs and all this stuff. And she wanted it so bad. And as parents, like we don't want to disappoint our kids, but also if I, if I always save my daughter from disappointment, she'll never know how to hold disappointment as she walks towards success. And so it's, interesting timing that that happened just yesterday. And, um, I think that that's where we get in our minds that we have to stop having desires because it can be so painful when we're disappointed. And so we kind of shut off what we want. We kind of stop thinking about it. We stop talking about it. We kind of gravitate towards what's predictable, what's realistic, right? And as a coach, I don't like realistic. I want exceptional. I want what I actually want. I want to be amazed. I want to love my creation and both the mundane, both the, the simple, both the predictable, but also the things that are pure potential, pure, pure possibility. And, um, that's on my mind because that's what I'm talking about in quantum play today. But this conversation, this speaking desires into existence, I can't talk about your desires without also talking about holding disappointment, right? My, my little Lainey threw the biggest tantrum and it was so sad. She was crying. She had snot. She was in hysterics. So sad that we didn't buy her this Mickey. And I think that that leaves residue in us as adults where we will protect ourselves from that feeling of disappointment because it feels so bad that we actually shut off our desires. We stop thinking about what we want because if we think about what we want and we might not get it, we also expose ourselves to vulnerability. We expose ourselves to being disappointed. And we do this as entrepreneurs, as creators, as parents, as you know, people who are trying to bring light into the world all the time. We think about something that we want and then almost immediately it's like we filter it or we edit it so that we don't expose ourselves to disappointment. And so it's like, yeah, I would love to be blank. I would love to have my own business. I would love to travel the world. I would love to fall in love. I would love to have a baby, but I'm so scared I'm going to be disappointed that I'm actually not even going to think about the things that I want. And so because we edit it, most people are living mediocre less than ideal lives for them. They settle because they're so afraid of owning their desires and being disappointed along the way that they just shut it off completely. And one of the things that I think has helped me is realizing, yes, I will be disappointed along the way, but that's but I will only quote fail if I stop there, right? I can hold disappointment as I keep walking towards my vision. And so when I think of speaking my desires into existence, for me, This has been, I started really small. I remember when I first started my business, something that I was trying to speak into existence was just a paying client. And I just was, I just spoke it into existence. And I would tell my mom, I would tell my husband, I would write it in my journal that I can't wait to work with paying clients as a coach. And it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And then it did. But that started with my word. And so that was, to me, that was like the beginning of me saying like, well, what else could I speak into existence? What else could I speak into existence? And when we remember that the reason we don't like speaking things into existence is because of our fear of disappointment, which we don't even know is going to happen or not, right? It's just our fear. Like we can start speaking into existence amazing things, things that you think are for other people, but they're actually for you. And so this takes a little bit of practice because we kind of shut this part of ourselves off 
as we grow up because disappointment hurts and our loved ones don't want us to be disappointed. So they tell us to be realistic. They tell us to, you know, oh, you know, don't dream too big because, you know, it might not happen. <laughs> oh, don't think that way because, you know, not very many people make it. And um, what's interesting is the people who do make it literally are the ones who just kept going. They just kept speaking it into existence. One of my favorite stories that I actually learned this in a book called You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. She shares a story about um, an actor, Jim Carrey, when he was trying to make it as an actor, as a comedian, he like wrote himself a, a blank check. And that is a form of speaking into existence, right? Long before he ever got hired, long before he ever made a ton of money, he wrote himself a check, I think for like a million dollars for acting services rendered or something like that. And he carried around this blank check for years while he was, you know, doing comedy and dive bars. Like, like he just like, had this vision and he kept speaking into existence long enough until it became his reality. The only thing that's stopping us from whatever we want is time and belief, right? If you can believe long enough, it will become your reality if you want it, right? And this is why I think it's really important to honor your desires because they are for you and you wouldn't want it if it wasn't a possibility. For example, I have no desire to be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> we'll just use that as an example. And in reality, I probably couldn't become a an NFL quarterback, right? Like that doesn't even seem totally possible, but it's also not a desire. So I'm not using those as examples. I want you to be really honest with yourself about what you actually want, because what you actually want is the roadmap for you to serve the most people and to live your divine calling with your divine gifts to help people on their way. And um, I really think that this is how we get to live a life of purpose. We get to fulfill our heart's longing. And um, this is where we're gonna find the most meaning to our lives is honoring our desires because most of your desires actually have to do with serving people, right? Even if you wanna make a lot of money or have a huge business, it, it means that you're serving a lot of people to get there. And so it's so important that you honor what you want because that becomes the map of your life. And instead of shutting them down and trying to be, quote, realistic, honor them and be intimate with them and be clear about them, because then you can get to work. Then you can work on your beliefs. Then you can work on your alignment. Then you can work on the action steps to actually get you there. And it all starts with this concept of speaking your desires into existence. And so I really like the Jim Carrey example. Um, some things that other people do is like affirmations or vision boards. Um, using language to speak to the journey that you're on. Like I'm becoming, you know, a six figure earner. I'm becoming a seven figure earner. I'm becoming a CEO with a team of 10. I'm becoming a business of, with global impact. I'm becoming someone who can donate six figures, whatever it is for you, right? You can speak that into existence starting today. And then what I love about this too, is that all your fears will come up and that's where we get to do the work, the inner work of healing, of being at peace with our fears and walking with them instead of living our life in avoidance of them. This is a totally different way to live. I think if you can hold fear and disappointment, you can do anything, anything that you want. Most people give up too soon or they never get started because they're so afraid of the fear and they're so afraid to be disappointed. And I think if you can learn to manage that 
and continue to speak it into existence even while you fail, even while you're disappointed, that's a really powerful person. Um, one of my mentors, Melanie Ann Layer, talks about the difference between circumstantial power and personal power, and it really resonated with me. You know, personal power is always available. You don't have to wait for the circumstances to be right. You don't have to wait for the right mentor, the right opportunity, the right business model, the right economy. Personal power means I'm doing this no matter what, I can walk with fear, I can walk with disappointment, but I'm gonna keep walking, right? That to me is speaking things into existence um, because so many people, you know, the going gets tough and they just bail. And that's pretty normal, that's pretty predictable. But I want to encourage the dreamers and the visionaries and the people who have a vision that's so big or that's so, you know, you don't know how it's gonna be. That's a really inspiring way to live. Those are the kinds of people that I like to work with. privately and in the coaching matrix as well. But I just love working with people who have a vision that's bigger than themselves because it takes a certain kind of uh, consciousness, but it also takes a certain kind of coachability where you're, you are willing to be cracked open. You are willing to feel you're willing to be disappointed. And then wisdom is what the result is, right? If you want to be more wise, if you want to have more experience, fail a lot, (laughs) And you will, you will get that. And um, this isn't for everyone. Like, I don't think that everyone wants to speak their big desires into the world. I don't think that everyone wants to have a vision. But if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you do on some level, whether it's, you know, maybe you want to work for a certain kind of company. Maybe you want to leave your job. Maybe you want to make a certain amount of money in your business. Maybe you want to have a certain kind of title or I don't know, any number of things. Be willing to risk disappointment, be willing to risk fear, be willing to walk with fear. What that actually looks like is that you don't wait for fear to go away before you get started, before you make a claim, right? In basketball, we call this calling your shot, right? You're like, I'm going to make, you know, they point and they're going to call it ahead of time before they make it. I feel like the entrepreneurs that win do this and they're willing to risk looking silly or willing to risk failing publicly in pursuit of their calling, in pursuit of their desires. And so my encouragement for you, I guess, is to get clear. One, what do you actually want? And not just what you think you can have. What do you actually want that's burning in you that you haven't given your attention or time or focus on out of fear of being disappointed? Like, let's visit that. So many people tuck their desires so deep that when people ask them what they want, they don't even know the answer. And that makes me so sad. We have this human life to play. We wanted to come here to figure out our creative abilities. We wanted to have relationships. We wanted to have experiences. We wanted to be alive. Part of being alive is having disappointment. And it's almost like, can you see the beauty in fear, in disappointment? Because it means you're alive. It means you're here. To me, that's that's the greatest gift is like, I'm here. And even when I feel negative emotion, it still is like a little miracle because I'm alive. And that's why I came here. That's why I wanted to be on earth. That's why my soul came is to be alive. And so fear isn't something that I use as a reason not to do something. It's like, okay, it just gets to come for the journey, right? Being disappointed. It's like, yeah, I can hold that kind of sucks, but I'm not going to give up here. It's just part of the journey. Oh yeah. People have said negative things. I've gotten criticism. I've had people doubt me. That's okay. That's part of being alive. And I'm here for that too. I'm also here for joy. I'm also here to try to bring my desires into my experience. That's being a creator. That's why we're here is to learn to create. Part of creating is speaking your desires into existence. And it means calling your shot ahead of time. It means saying what you want 
and being okay with the repercussions of that. Even if people don't believe you, even if you don't believe you can yet, keep going, keep taking action, keep speaking it into existence like that Jim Carrey example, right? Carrying around that blank check for however long it takes because it's easy to give up. It is. It's super easy to give up and we can justify giving up. We can find reasons why it was, you know, the right thing, but that's not to me that's not that's not owning our power. And if you have deep-seated desires for contribution, for expansion, for abundance and prosperity and service, honor those because the more you heed them, the more you listen, the more you explore them and keep trying, the more wisdom you'll get and that wisdom is what allows you and qualifies you to hold the success of your desires being manifested. And so to me, even when I'm disappointed or frustrated along the way, I know I'm getting the lesson that I needed to actually hold the very desires I said I wanted in the beginning. I like to think of life as an unfolding sequence of events that are related. It's not like one failure. It's like one failure led to that insight that led to the next launch. That failure led to that insight that led me to my next best client. That failure led to me that led to that insight allowed me to have that amazing conversation with my family, right? And so it's not just a one-time event. It is always an unfolding sequence. And so it's not just, okay, I tried once, it's over. No, 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 no. That was just part of the sequence. Keep going. Most people who you look up to, I promise, have a sequence of events that brought them to where they're at. And when we judge our life through a keyhole, when we only look at this moment as the the absolute truth of our life, like a, a failure or a you know maybe you got ba- a bad comment or you're having a hard relationship or whatever, and you look at this as the ultimate truth of your life, you are missing so much. If you could just zoom out and see the sequence, you're going to see it all unfolding. And so when your desires haven't been met yet, just witness that there's just room for you to keep speaking them into existence until they are your reality. To me, that is conscious creation. That's what my life's about. That's what I love helping people do. I hope this podcast helped you in some way to do that because I believe your desires are going to bless the world. And so the more you honor them, the more you take care of them and nurture them and speak them into existence, the better our world will be. And I'm grateful for you for that. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you in another episode. Talk to you soon. Bye.